Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. It is Motivational Monday. This, my name is Latrice Bartley with Purposefully Living, and I am here to encourage you, to encourage you, to bring you a smile. It's a brand new week, y'all. Brand new day, brand new mercies. And I wanted to jump on. I'm a little bit early, but um, I was getting ready to work out, and the kids and I was getting ready to do PE. And I just had to come a different way today. I like to just sometimes let it be organic, right? And I just wanted to share with you what the Holy Spirit was downloading to me right now. So listen, if you are tuning in, whether you're listening to me on the podcast, YouTube channel, Instagram, welcome. As I mentioned earlier, I'm Latrice Bartley. I'm just here to let you know that God has created you for such a time as this. I'm logging on to encourage you because you have six days, seven days, including today before you. And I want to encourage you to stop, sit and see, stop, sit and seek, stop for a moment and sit and seek the face of God. I want to encourage you in other words, to get fit, to get fit for life, get focused, intentional and tenacious about God first and his plan for your life. He has a plan for your life. So I know it could be a regular week, routine, not changing much, going to work, getting something to eat. Maybe you're going to throw in working out, go to Bible study, sit home, take care of your kids. Routine could be the same, but I want you to know that God still wants to be involved in your routine. He still wants to go to work with you. He wants to be in the car with you. He wants to eat with you. I want to encourage you to invite the Holy Spirit into your day. And that's what Motivational Monday is. It's my opportunity to remind you that you don't have to exist. You don't have to just settle for the day to day. God has a divine purpose for your life, but you cannot know that purpose until you give yourself back to him. So listen, I, like I said, wanted to log on because whereas I was ready to prepare, right? This word to bring to you, I heard just the simplest thing that I want to share with you. Each morning, my kids and I, we do a devotional. And I will be very honest with you. I was sharing some things with my husband um, and, you know, he was just encouraging me. And as I was listening to him, I just thought it like God, hilarious, that when I told my youngest son, Miles, to read a devotional, it's like I had to stop while I was doing the dishes because I could hear the Holy Spirit just speaking to me. And he's just so sweet like that, but he know how to kind of like slap you into place too and love on you at the same time. So I want to encourage you. I want today to read my kids devotional to you and I'm going to share with you what God shared with me. So here we go. Today it says, I am enough. So I want you to just say that right now. This is God talking to you. He is enough. It says, um, but seek his kingdom and these things will be given to you as well. Luke 12 and 31. I am all around you. Even when you don't notice me, I am here. You may not notice me because your mind is tied up with other things. This is God talking to you. Like worry. A lot of people believe that worry is just a part of life, but they are wrong. Worry is actually a kind of unbelief. Let me just stop right there. Worry is just a kind of unbelief. Y'all, 
this is like, this was blowing my mind. It's a whole message. I need someone to know right now, worry is not just a part of life. When you are worrying, it is saying, I remember, I can't remember if my pastor said this. I think my pastor said this and somebody else said this. But I remember them saying, when you worry, it's telling God that he can't handle it. So I want you to understand just what this devotional said. Worry is not a part of life. It's not just a part of life. Let me keep going. It says, worry is actually a kind of unbelief. Worrying says that you don't believe I am big enough to take care of whatever it is that upsets you so much. Y'all. Let me keep going. Worrying says, you think I need your help. In other words, worrying says, I think that God needs my help. So Lord, I gave this to you in prayer, but hold on, let me take it back and mull it over and say something, because you're not big enough to handle this. I know I gave it to you, but let me take a piece of it back. Wrong. He says, this is God. I am big enough. I am strong enough. I love you enough. Bring your problems to me. You can trust me to take care of you and whatever you are worrying about. Y'all, that was my son's devotional. That is where I want to come today because the, re the reality is we're on this asphalt, right? So it's great to say, oh, be motivated, be inspired, don't worry. And we sit here and be like, but... Do you know what's before me? Do you? But here's what I want to say to you today. Either you, there's a song by Mary Mary. Um, I cried my last tear. That's not the song. Um, but it, there's a line in there that says, I cried my last tear yesterday. That's the song yesterday. And there's a part in there that says, either I'm going to trust them or I'm not like you got to make your mind up. I'm a trust them or I'm not. I'm a worry or I'm not. But I wanted to encourage you, y'all. My son's devotional blessed me so because I thought about at the beginning of this week, I don't know what's before you. I don't know if it's just preparing for a meeting and this is a big opportunity. Maybe your bosses is going to be in there. Some major people are going to be there. This could be um, a moment for your career. Maybe it's a, a new situation in your home dynamic. Maybe you are at a crossroad with your business. Maybe you're just trying to make a decision about church life. I don't care what it is. God is saying, give it to him. He said, listen, y'all, did you hear that? It says, a lot of people believe that worry is just part of life. Oh, that's what's supposed to happen. You know, things come. No, 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 no. God said, not when I'm your source. He said, bring it to me. Cast your cares upon me. There's a version. Um, I can't think of where I read it. And that thing blessed me. It, it I read it in a different um, translation. And it basically said that when you cast, I just saw it just like this. This is how the Holy Spirit showed it to me. It says, um, when you cast your cares, he sustains you. Cast, sustain, cast, sustain. Think about that. Something come up, cast it on you, Lord. He said, I'll sustain you. Up, oh, I got some money, cast it on you, Lord. He said, I'll sustain you. Like he sustains us, y'all. He knows you. And I need you to understand today that God has you in the palm of his hand. You are the apple of his eye. There's nothing that concerns you that doesn't concern him. Now, this is the boldness. This is the authority that we can stand in when you are his. If you are not his, you don't have that authority. You won't have that boldness. You're going to be shaky. You're going to worry because 
you're not of his. But I want to encourage you to come on the Lord's side today. And listen, don't come on the Lord's side because of what you want and need. Come on his side because he's a good daddy. He's a good God. He's a God that in the midst of storms, you can have peace. You can sleep. You can rest. Don't come for the house. Don't come for the money. Don't come for the benefits. Come because he's a God that is sovereign. He's a God that's all-knowing. He's a God that can keep you. He's a God that is omnipotent. He's a God that is holy. He's a God that's faithful to his word. He's a God that's a healer. He's a God that's a mind regulator. He's a God that just what the word of God says he will do. That's why I want you to serve him. I'm talking about a God that knows you inside and out. Psalms 139 reminds us when you rest, when you rise, when you're traveling, he sees you. Before you were in your mother's womb, he knew you. And so I just wanted to encourage you this morning because maybe some things are in your life and you feel that anxiety. You feel like, oh God, I, I, I'm, go, I'm getting worried. No, 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 no. And here's the thing. That's a raw feeling. I don't want you to feel like, oh, well, I ain't saved because I worry. I'm not saved because I, no. But what you do in that moment is say, oh, hold on. I don't have to, this does not have to be my dwelling place. I don't have to live fear in fear. I don't have to live a worried life. No, 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 no. I have somebody else who's got ownership of me. So I'm going to transfer this thing to him. I'm going to transfer this situation. Worrying is not my way of life. And so I just wanted to encourage you. This devotional bless me. It says I am enough. And I need someone to know today on Monday, God is enough. On Tuesday, God is enough. On Wednesday, God is enough. On Thursday, God is enough. Friday, God is enough. Saturday, God is enough. Sunday, God is enough. You might be going through a divorce. You might not have no friends. You, your child that you poured everything into you, they giving you they behind right now. God is enough. He know how to take care of them and keep you at peace. He know how to let you see the life they live in, but still hold the reins on your heart. Because sometimes as a mother, that's hard. God, I've done everything and I'm not seeing the fruits and I don't, I'm, I'm nervous. I know that this end, what it's going to lead to that they live in, but God, I said, I'm enough. I got them and I know how to keep you in your right mind too. Sometimes we have to let go and get out of the way and let God. And so I want to encourage you today. Don't worry. Like the song say, don't worry. Be happy. Y'all, that's for real. Y'all, I began to walk this house and remind God of some things. I said, God, like I just got happy because I remember he's faithful. And let me tell you how you don't worry. Let me tell you another way you don't worry. Hit your recall button. Because see, the enemy comes in. All he has, y'all, he's the author of lies and deception. He wants to steal your joy. But remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. How do you get your joy? Motivational Monday. You got to get in your word, y'all. You got to know what the word of God says. That's why Joshua reminds us, meditate on the word day and night. The word washes us. The word purifies us. The word encourages us. I know your best friend know your situation, but your best friend can't tell you more than God can. So you got to start with God, not let him be the third wheel, not call your best friend, this person, this person, then sit down and have a prayer. No, 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 no. He's got to be your source. You got to start with God. And when you start with God's word, then put you some worship music on. See, confuse the enemy. Let the enemy know he bogging you down. This happened and that happened. Go on and put you on 
on some Tasha Cobbs and, and be reminded that he knows your name. Start to encourage yourself. Lift your hands and begin to praise him. And then the enemy said, well, what, hold on, what's going on? I just gave them a report of cancer. I just told them they child just came home and said, I'm going to live an alternate lifestyle. Hold on. Their husband done walked out on them and they over here praising. He don't know how to handle that. Go on and make your boast in the Lord, the Lord who's faithful, the Lord who's a God that will do just what he said. But see, you, you begin to not worry when you press your recall button. And so let me tell you this morning, I'll be honest with you, some things came. I was kind of feeling a certain way. But you know what I began to think of? I have a little girl who's three who walked around. She mouthed it. She, she all of me. Lord, y'all pray for me, okay? So she got around here and I started looking at her. And I started remembering caring at her when the doctor said, you either got to abort her or you got to abort her. In other words, they say you don't have an option. You gonna die or you can try to um, have this baby and you won't be here to see her. But neither one of y'all gonna make it. That's what they told me. But she three. It got a lot of mouth, bring me joy and some 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 heartache sometimes. But listen, I, she around here talking. So that showed me God is faithful. I remember some things that happened on my job and God worked miracles. I remember, I just, y'all, I began to recall. I thought about in 96 when I was plumb out of my mind, rebellious, crazy, acting like a fool. But I had two parents that prayed for my soul who didn't let me go. I thought about that. Y'all, he's faithful. Then I thought about my pastor who I love so much, who taught me how to be a woman, who taught me, you don't have to go to an apartment you can believe God for a house so I built my first house at 27 y'all he's faithful then she taught me how to clothe myself put on a girdle keep your right mind so y'all don't know about that y'all don't wear girdles but you know I ain't gonna go there but see that's the type that's what my pastor put into me that's the type mom I had I began to think about how she began to remind me to stir up the gifts that send me to press my recall button so when the enemy comes in like a flood know that the God, he will lift up. He will be, he will begin to push him out. But y'all, he does that through his word, through our praise. He has to, we got to work with him. See, we want Jesus to just come do all the work. Lord, just do it. No, you got a part to play in it. Lift your hand up and give him praise. Open your Bible and read what he says. Begin to make your boast. Say what God says. Even if you don't know what to say, get in Psalms and begin to read. Begin to read what God says through your prayers. So I wanted to encourage you when worry come, push it out through praise. Push it out through the word. Hit your recall button. What has God done for you? If you don't know him, the very fact that you looking at me and you still here when you tried to attempt suicide, when you tried to find love through all the men or all the women, when you thought you was going to lose your mind but you still here guess what he was faithful so then you still got a reason to praise him so when you get to worrying it's time to get to remembering hold on did I have food to eat this morning can I move my legs am I still walking am I visiting my child in the hospital was my child in the hospital but not at home we got to not be forgetful but begin to remember all the times that God was faithful so y'all I just wanted to come on for motivation on Monday and remind you that God is enough. God is enough. And here's the other thing that I want to close with. I read this in one of my books and I loved it. It just reminded me of why I was encouraging you. And it says, God left no detail to chance. 
God left no detail of your life to chance. Think about that. Psalms, I want to say Psalms 37 and 5 says in the New Living Translation, if I'm off, y'all just Google it. I, but I'm pretty sure it's Psalms 37 and 5. And it says he specializes in the details of your life. That thing blessed me because I'm detail oriented. But I read this. It says God left no detail to chance. Like when he made you, y'all, he didn't just, oh, I don't have nothing to do. It's day 2,500. Uh, let me just throw some, some dirt. No, 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 no. He thought you up. You are his masterpiece. You, he's mindful of you. He cares about you. Like every detail of your life matters to him. So why are you worrying? Give it to him and let him work it out. But you have to be willing to obey what he shows you. You have to be obedient. Maybe you're dealing with some financial situations. Give it to him. But then when he say no trips for a year, I need you to put this away every month. Don't be him and hard. Do what he say do. Because it's only going to be to your we have to be willing to obey. We like to pray a lot, but we don't want to listen. When God shows you, we have to walk that out too, y'all. That's a part of us receiving our blessing. We have to do our part. So that blessed me. God left no detail of your life to chance. And here's the last thing that I just want to encourage you with on this Monday. God specializes in giving you a fresh start. And so that's for the person that maybe you're watching me and you like, I would love to have this hope and joy you have, but my life is a hot mess. I want you to know today's a new day, which means God can give you a fresh start in him. He can wipe your slate clean. Listen, the scripture says what happens for those whose, what happiness, I'm sorry, for those whose guilt has been forgiven, what relief for those who have confessed their sins and God has cleared their record. See, people, man, humans, we say we forget. We forgive, but we don't forget. You know, we hold it and we wait to that one time. God don't do that. He said, I can give you a fresh start. And guess what? Tomorrow, the day could be going good and you could mess up at noon. But do you know in noon, you can say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I need you. I messed up. And right then, he'll lead you and guide you throughout that day. God wants to give you a fresh start. But he's the only one that can clear your slate. So if you're watching me today, your day might not be, mo you might not be motivated. You might not be inspired. I might have just maybe made your heart heavy because you don't have this joy and this peace that I have. But I want to encourage you, you can have it. It begins in God. And so how do you get it? You have to open your heart. You have to receive him in your life. It's such an easy process. The enemy is the author of lies. He want to make you feel like you lived this life all alone. You've been this bad. And how could God love you? All the stuff you did, all the people you done slept with, all the lies you told. He the author of lies. If you would just admit, you got to admit that you a sinner. Like I told you, remember now, it's conditional. Don't think that God going to do all the work because that means that we have to humble and acknowledge, God, I've made a mess. When you do something wrong or you offend somebody, you got to be willing to apologize. You can't just tell you, well, just, I mean, get over it. You know what I meant. No, you owe them an apology. Y'all, we got to just be willing to say, don't let these words scare you. I was a sinner. You was a sinner or you are a sinner. Lord, I'm a sinner and I repent. What does repent mean? Turn. Lord, I need to make a different turn. You can't turn yourself. 
You need God. He can be the one to clear your slate. He can be the one to put you on a new path. And so I want to encourage you to just open up your heart. Admit that you are a sinner. Believe that Jesus is the son of God. You got to believe, y'all. You can't come into this not believing because you're going to have a whole problem. You're going to have a whole problem. You got to believe. You have to believe that he is the son of God. Jesus, believe him. He died for you. He died for me so that we would not have to live y'all in hell. Hell, hell is real. Let me say that. I just feel like I need to say some words because see, we run from these words. Hell, sinner, all of it you need to hear. Listen, God, God don't pick flowers. God loves you. He is a loving God. Yes, he is. But he is also a God that judge. Read the whole Bible. Don't just read, you know, he working everything out for my good. To those that love him, to those that are going to live for him. He's always doing more than one thing. And some of us get blessings we don't even deserve. That's his mercy. That's his grace. The fact that you've been living raggedy and you, the things that should have come to you didn't. That's his mercy. That's that's his grace. Don't take that for granted, but understand that you have a part in this. And so we have to humble. We have to say, God, I've been doing this my way and it's not working out. I acknowledge you. I admit that I'm a sinner. I believe that you sent your son, Jesus, for me. Jesus, I receive you in my heart. I'm willing to relinquish. Listen, you got to relinquish control. I surrender to you. And then you know what, y'all? When you receive him in your heart and you believe, it's done. All you need to do now is confess. Listen, my pastor used to tell us, I remember when I got saved, and um, during that time, the, we, we had leaders at the altar and they would tell you once you got saved, they would say, OK, baby, now you're going you to go ahead and tell everybody what he did. And I was like, what's that? What now? I don't, I don't need to tell nobody. I, you know, I'm good. And they said, oh, no, you're going to say something. You know why they said that? Because the enemy going to say something. See, the enemy, if you don't say something, enemy going, girl, you've been sleeping. I mean, come on now. You really think that you just did them things she said and you say yes. That's why you got to make them out of lie. You got to open your mouth and begin to say, Lord, I thank you. Thank you for saving me, Jesus. Thank you for coming into my heart. Call your friend and tell them. And they, go, they might be like, say what now? I gave my life to the Lord and he saved me. You got to open your mouth because what you're going to find out through this journey, you're going to have to keep opening your mouth. You have to keep saying some things. The enemy going to say some things and you got to say something back. Listen, you got to be able to say it is written. Just like the enemy, he not scared. Look, he know the word. So you better know he know if you know the word. So you have to open your mouth and declare. And the other reason that's important, because ain't nobody want no undercover lover. Do you want somebody to date you and date you under the table? They come and get you at 10 at night. They only call you on Saturdays and Sundays. They only take you out to this one location. Who going to be in that relationship? God don't want it either. Listen, he don't want you dating him on Sundays only. He don't want you dating him on Wednesdays only. He wants you to go public, make it known, because then there's some accountability that's going to come. So I said all that to say, come on the Lord's side. Listen, it's the best decision you will ever make. So I pray something I said encouraged you. Remember what I said, God is enough. So have a great week. I'll see you on Fit Friday. Bye.
Hi, and welcome. This is Latrice Bartley, founder of Purposefully Living, where your passion meets God's purpose. I believe God created you for a purpose. So why not purposefully live every day of your life by embracing your uniqueness and walking in the fullness of who Christ created you to be?